Good afternoon, beautiful people. Happy Wednesday. Hope everyone's been having a wonderful day. It's beautiful here in Virginia. Can't complain. Um, I just wanted to come real quick and talk about some things. So yesterday I had my MRI done. Um, my neurologist is wanting to rule out possibility of MS because of my constant chronic pain, chronic headaches slash migraines, chronic eye pain, all the things. Like, I've been working on my mental stability and getting that in check, but in the interim, my physical body is still attacking me. So we gotta get that balanced. And I know that if it turns out that I do have MS, we can get it to remission. It's just gonna be, you know, getting it balanced like we have with everything else. I just really hope the MRI shows what she needs because I don't want to do a spinal tap like she has suggested. Anywho, so I'm at the MRI imaging or the imaging place for the MRI yesterday. And mind you, I've never had issues with having scans done, procedures, giving birth to three kids, all that jazz. But I guess my body has just been in so overwhelmed and anxious, wanting answers of what's going on so we can treat it and try and fix it, um, that I was almost in full on panic attack mode. The technician was like, do you have anybody here with you? And I was like, no, because I didn't need a driver for an MRI. I never have a driver for my scans, only procedures. And she's like, okay, well, we need to get you settled because your heart rate is really up right now. And I can't send you into the machine like that. Also, when you're in there, you have to be completely still. Otherwise, the imaging is going to come back inconclusive. And then we're going to have to go do this all over again. So, I sat there with the emotion. I let the feelings come with that anxious, overwhelming emotion, and I was able to get myself through it, along with, you know, the assistance of the technician, who was amazing, by the way, um, the imaging place um, that I am in connection with here in my hometown, uh, where I reside, is amazing, like, all of these medical professionals I've come in contact with, especially these past three months, have been lifesavers, and I couldn't do this work on my own without their guidance and tips and tricks and constructive criticism, so forth, along with, you know, the support and love and compassion and empathy from, you know, family and friends. Anywho, I then, you know, came home, you know, school has started back here and my oldest, um, you know, he's now in therapy himself for, um, anxiety disorder and OCD. And we had met with the school before school started. Um, so was it like two, two Mondays ago now and pretty much put the same thing in force that we had in force last year. Well, he had some bullying instances yesterday and not to mention he's just bored right now. And I'm like, buddy, you're going to be bored. It's the first week of school. Everybody's bored. The teachers are bored. Like 
be careful what you wish for because before you know it, it's going to be, excuse my French, balls to the wall and busy, 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 busy. So kind of maybe embrace this being bored right now. I know it's not fun, but, you know, is what it is. Got to get through the the boring to get to the fun, so to speak. Anyway, today I get a text from him, which by the way, they've reintroduced the student conduct and dress code that was pre-COVID. So things have cracked down. They're not supposed to be on their phones. So mind you, last year throughout his seventh grade, he constantly was texting me to come get him. And of course I ran to his rescue because I also felt guilt from, you know, drinking etc. Um, so it kind of made myself feel better that I was like super mom and superhero saving the day for my son. No, that's not, no, no, we can't, we can't remove them from everything. Hence why we have him in therapy so he can learn coping mechanisms and life skills and, um, positive mindset and skill set to, you know, go out into the world and be a positive aspect of society and know how to muster through. Anywho, he texts me today and basically said that some kids were ridiculing him and saying that he was an ugly effer. Yeah. An ugly F-U-C-K-E-R. Nice, right? No, not nice. Him saying, I just can't do this anymore. I'm like, okay, buddy, we'll, we'll talk about it with dad tonight. Anywho, fast forward, I text my husband. I let him know. So he took one for the team, and he called the school, talked to the principal. The principal said that he was going to call Dylan aside, get his, you know, take on it and everything. So fast forward again, Dylan's home now. Um, I asked him about it. He said that he did talk with the principal, and the principal is going to talk to these boys in question. And then get back to Dylan about, you know, what was determined. But it's just like, oh my gosh, it's one thing after another. You know, like, I'm not saying it's a bad day or it's a bad week. It's not. It's a beautiful life. Um, and I'm loving life. But it's those moments that it's like, okay, we take two steps, three steps, four steps, etc. forward, right? And then it's like a million steps back. And, like, how do you deal with that? Well, I'll tell you how I deal. I start writing. I start listening to a podcast. Or I do a podcast to let it out. You know, like, I'm so grateful tonight is group therapy night. And I am so looking forward to it. Like, when I'm having one of those moments on a group therapy day, I can't wait for 7 o'clock to roll around. So I recently have gotten back into my arsenal of books, as I call it, Candy's library, personal library. And I brought out some books today from it. Um, you know, Attitude is Your Superpower, How, how to Create Incredible Life-Changing Success. I'll need that, right? And then we have How Highly Effective People Speak, How High Performers Use Psychology to Influence with Ease. Well, hello, i.e. me. I'm all about that psychological aspect of life and scientific facts and research. Thanks, Brene Brown. Yes, you, my friend, even though I have not met you, it is a goal of mine and a dream of mine. 
you have been a true inspiration throughout this journey the past three months, but more specifically the past month and a half, two months since I found your platform. Also, the book Learning to Love Yourself. Like, in this journey of recovery and self-awareness and self-discovery and unlearning the bad stuff so that I can be my best me that I've always been, she was just hidden for so long. I'm loving myself for the first time in almost 39 years. I'm validating myself for the first time in almost 39 years. I never did any of those. I expected love from others without loving myself. I expected validation from others without validating myself. And I expected to belong to others without belonging to myself. Well, we have to belong to ourselves. There's a difference between belonging and fitting in. I only used to fit in. I was that chameleon. Whatever I had to do to conform and fit in. But I never belonged inside those circles. Now I belong with myself and I'm finding the circles with which, within which I'm supposed to belong. Because I'm belonging to myself first and foremost. So then um, I also got the book, The Modern Breakup, because, well, life. Um, And then also a self-love journal after the breakup. It's kind of funny. These books have been in my personal library for God knows how long. And I just found them at the perfect time in life. So I leave you with this. Whatever you're feeling today tomorrow, the next day, a year from now. Let it flow. Because when you let it flow, you can grow through it to glow. Embrace it as it shall come. Let the feelings come through you like a tidal wave. Because if you don't and you stop them, you can't fully get to your best self. So I wish everyone a good rest of your Wednesday and sending love and light. Talk soon.